I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. It was time for me to create a website. It was a long time coming. I have a ton of graphic design that I've made back in the day, thumbnails I've made for YouTube, YouTube videos, hosting gigs that I want to be able to show as a portfolio. So I made one on Squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It truly is such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. Hi, Chris. Hey, Lex. Or, I'm sorry, at Lexi. I've known you for quite some time, and I've also followed you for quite some time, and I think it'd be really special for the listeners to get to know you. Okay. I just would like to say that you preface this with, I want to interview you really well, and I'm sort of wondering, like, am I on an FBI list or something? I'm like, interview me well for what? What am I even doing? Like, ironically, I want to respond with, like, so what was your childhood like? But when I was making notes earlier, that was my first question. That was? Yeah. What was your childhood like? It was really good. I'm from Delaware, um, which... It's so funny. Like, maybe you feel this way about Virginia, but also, like, you could totally not. And, like, I would understand. I hated it at the time. And I love it now. I'm so happy that's where I started. Like I look at Los Angeles for example and I don't know I just feel like kids aren't kids here. They already know more <laughs> Well than I us. guess that's kind of like all the youth at this point. So I get confused if I like I loved my childhood but I don't know if it was because of the time. Like we were just getting computers. It's kind of cool to learn that as it was coming out but like there was nothing better than just like running around outside and like everything felt so vibrant. This is a funny question to ask because I'm in like a existential crisis about just Let's wanting to deep. be a kid again. I put out a podcast episode today. I was talking about the shooting in Texas and my manager spoke up to say a story about how he went to like visit his daughter on the last day of her school year and there was a shooting. And <sighs> I'm just, I just started sobbing because I'm like, 
they're kids. This is when it's supposed to be the most magical time. And safe. You know? And Safety safe. should not be a privilege. Yes. Wow. My, like, childhood, it just, it's so funny you ask that because, like, I've just been thinking about that lately of, like, how nice it was to be a kid and how children these days don't have that luxury luxury or even opportunity. Anyways, my childhood was really great. You know, there were a lot of bad things, but I think now I have the perspective of understanding and seeing how I've become me because of those. Yeah, Um, describe what little Chris was like. Oh my God. I was uh, like truly me. How would your mom describe you? I really feel that I'm so similar. Like, I was always the one getting in trouble because I was outspoken. I just... Oh, he's the same boy. No, you can speak for me because it's, like, so... There's just... I've always been, like... I hate saying, like, a real bitch. You but, like, I just always... In, yeah, so like, I remember, on. like, being, like, 10 at the dinner table and, like, quote-unquote back-talking my dad. And I was you like, have an I'm, attitude. I didn't have an attitude. I had a fucking opinion because mm-hmm. I was a person. Mm-hmm. I was like, just because you're my dad doesn't mean you can speak to me or like act the way you do to me and or anybody. And just because I'm 10 doesn't mean I don't doesn't have mean thoughts I don't, and opinions. It, exactly. What was I like as a kid? Yeah, I was, I had like three to four parent teacher conferences a school year, just about like goofing off and like not doing well. Did you like school? I don't think I did because I got made fun of a lot. A lot of people would make fun of like my voice. And be like, faggot. Mm. And I, I mean, like, yeah, you guys aren't wrong. You know, like, partially. <laughs> when did you come out to yourself? Well, it's so weird because I remember being in, like, middle school and sitting in my bathroom in Delaware. The way, like, my house was, was that, like, in high school you got, you got your own bedroom. And then, because I have two siblings. And so... All boys. Yeah, all boys. I'm the middle child. Shout out middle kid. Shout out middle kid. Oh, yeah, so I was sharing a bedroom with my little brother at the time, and I remember going into the bathroom and locking the door because there was only one bathroom that, like, the whole upstairs used except for my parents' room, which had their own. And I went into the bathroom, and I just remember being like, I have a crush on, and then I was, like, just kind of admitting it to myself. That that was, like, the first time I realized that, like, I liked a guy also. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a lot of girl crushes at school, but, like, this was, like, the first time that I was like, whoa, I like a boy. I actually did, like, people, oh my god, everything people have been saying about me is true. I am a faggot. <laughs> I remember, like, repeating it, like, I have a crush on, and then I would say the kid's name. That was, like, the first time I realized that I was like, hmm, what is this? And then ever since, I just kind of didn't fucking care. Like, yeah. ever since leaving Delaware, Delaware was Which you tough. didn't go straight from Delaware to LA. No, thank god. Okay, I so. really think that would have changed so much. Yes. And I wanted to go to LA. Like, my dream was to go... Like, my parents were like, you're going to college. And I was like, I really don't think it's for me, guys. Like, let's just save money here. Um, and I want to go to LA. And they were like, any school that you can find in California, we can find a good one on the East Coast. And thank God. I'm so happy I went to New York and then LA. Because I feel like coming here, I would have been so lost. I would have gotten so caught up in shit. Yeah. Like, New York breaks you down. And then you rebuild yourself. Mm-hmm. And you just, you have such a low threshold. I feel, uh, uh, c- commonly, I find that people in New York have a low threshold for bullshit. And then you come to LA, which is so much bullshit. And it's, I just think, I just, everything I look back on my life, I used to like hate or this or that. And being, I feel so weird slash lucky being in a place where I look back and I'm like, thank God for all of that, the way it happened. Gratitude for your trajectory is amazing. Have you ever had that feeling totally. where you just like look around and you're like, thank 
God, something I didn't even think about could be such an impact totally. happened first. Because also, I did come to LA right mm-hmm. after graduating high school. I did what you wanted to do, and I, what you were afraid of happening did happen to me. Stop, really? Because New York doesn't give you the luxury of time. Everything was needed like two seconds ago. Where Los Angeles does give you the gift of time, and being an 18-year-old with so much time on my hands... Instead of getting lost in the world, I got lost in myself and got so insecure and so confused and didn't have any sense of identity. And it wasn't until I came to New York and needed to focus on other things that I realized who I actually was. Yeah. Also, like, at that time when you're, what, like 18, 19? Yeah. You're still becoming. That's at the beginning of when you start really figuring out. No, because I really feel like Lexi from age 0 to 18 had a strong grip on herself. Got like, it. And then from 18 to 20, confusion, question marks but that's, everywhere. But what I mean by and that is, I'm not saying you didn't have a good grip before. I just mean like, you're an adult for the first time. It's like you were living no under a roof that you didn't have the rules in. That's what I mean is like moving here and then just like getting, not lost in it, but just you're trying to figure out who you are on your own terms without a curfew or a parent's rules or just... All of this. You're you're like, oh, I actually have all 24 hours in the day now. Yeah. <laughs> That's so scary. <laughs> Which, had I not gone to LA, I would have gone to schools that I applied to as a senior in high school. Where'd you apply? Only Virginia and down south. Screaming. So oh my we God, have been UNC, like, <gasps> USC. So we had what? North Carolina, South, south Carolina, Carolina, Georgia. I was just about to say Clemson. Georgia. Uh, no. Yeah. If you had gone to Clemson, Lexi, I... I even had a roommate lined up in Clemson. No, no. Yeah. Is that where you almost went? I was still deciding, but I was in the oh Facebook God. groups chatting and stuff. <laughs> and I think Facebook that, groups. that if I had not gone, we'll use Clemson as the example. Had I not gone to LA, I would have gone to Clemson. And I know I wouldn't have ended up in New York and back here. Oh I know God. that. You as a Southern Belle? <laughs> no way, Miss Ma'am. Oh, I love my peaches and cream. Oh, I know you do. Oh, I'd be a cute girl, bless her heart. Oh, I think you would really crush the scene, <laughs> but I just can't see that for you. Like, I'm glad it didn't happen. It would have been a, a different life. <laughs> so glad life. it didn't happen. <laughs> so I, uh, I want to get back to you, though, because I talk about myself in every goddamn episode. I know, but I like talking. This is at Lexi and Friends. I but know, but you've always been across the country, and now that we get, like, I don't know. A any, <laughs> any conversation with people I don't always get to see, to me, I'm just like... I don't want to talk about me. I want to hear about you. I feel that. I feel that. But I'll let you win this argument because it is your podcast. (laughs) Like, I really can't say shit. I hear you, but I'd like to disagree respectfully. How did you end up at NYU? How did you land on that? Well, I remember touring, like, every New York college. And then I was like, okay, if I'm doing college, I want to make it count. So, obviously, NYU. I looked at Columbia, and I was like, LOL, no. (laughs) When they said their, like, mandatory curriculum the freshman year was, like, eight Latin books, I was like, nah. Oh, that's so sexy. No, it's... My grandma went to Columbia. No, I wish. I I wish I could keep it. so badly. I'm like, I have alumni. Like, I want (laughs) to go. (laughs) I want to be a Columbia grad. Well, my grandfather went, I think, to both NYU and Columbia as, like, a fucking immigrant. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, my grandma was in the first graduating class of all women at Columbia. Stop. What a bad bitch. What a bad bitch. I'm like, okay, Gladys. And then I'm like, okay, so um, barely made it through college. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so sorry to water down the family bloodline, <laughs> but I am really innovating in the tech space, <laughs> I think. No, you're a thriving um, entrepreneur. So yeah, like I looked at Columbia and I was like, okay, fuck this. Not smart. Like just not smart enough and don't want to put that work in. Yeah. Like I knew very well, like 
The benefit is not <laughs> So I went to NYU. <laughs> I don't know where that logic is. But I just remember looking at all the different schools. I looked at... Oh my God, I can't remember. Like one. SBA, Fordham. Pratt. I didn't look at any of the art schools because okay. I wanted like a... Well, more traditional. Yeah, I wanted like a more... I wanted to have options. Yeah. That was like probably the only time in my life I've given myself like the ability for options. I'm okay. always like, this is plan A and play on, plan only. And so... I looked at like Fordham. Um, what's that one by Brooklyn Bridge? Pace. I looked at Pace, Fordham, NYU, and of course I was like, NYU is sexy. Yeah, it's a gorgeous. Oh my god! School. When you're 18, 17, and sixteen, you're like, yeah. I Your parents see my... like patting their pockets. Yeah, they're, they're like, they're, uh-huh, they're are like, you sure you want to go? I think we got a um, <laughs> So please. Um, so yeah, NYU. I was just. I could see myself here like any fucking dumb 17-year-old. I'm like, ooh. Um, and turns out I got in because I wanted to go for acting originally. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like looking at colleges just for acting. And I got that. I just fucking caught a gnat out of the sky, y'all. You can do anything. <laughs> um, but You can do anything you want if you sexy. I was gonna sing that. And then I was like, I only know the first. Like, you can do <laughs> you want and then I was like don't know the, the rest the joke's not gonna land if I don't know the lyrics no and then I would end up going dun, dun, dun. well you caught the nod and I caught the lyrics so period yeah we got it so yeah I don't know I just ended up in a way you were gonna like, go for acting yeah but then I was like oh you have to do an in-person audition and then another one no 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 I know myself I need to know what I'm doing so I went for photography because you could submit a portfolio I was like oh I got this I don't know why. I just was always able to bullshit through life. Like, I bullshitted you my way in. believe in yourself. I bullshitted my way into NYU. That does not happen. If you think you can do it. But that's been my whole life. Is like everyone being like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, right? Why aren't, why aren't you? I'm like, wait, tell me more about that. And they're like, well, 0.0001% of people make it. Yeah, no, but that's me, right? Like, isn't that all of us? But like, I'm special child. Yeah, yes. Obviously, I'm going to make it. <laughs> yes. So, like, I, I just look back and I'm like, how, who, what, who the fuck was Chris Columbus? Like, oh He my. knew who he was from day one. I really did. Yeah. You were like, I, I want to be a star. Yeah. I just wanted, yeah. I just loved making people laugh. So, like, to you me, that were was doing, like, oh, continue. No, I just, like, was, like, definition of class clown. Like, I just loved the way, I always thought it was a bad thing. And then I realized that comedians were a thing and I was like, oh. They make money talking shit? <laughs> Wait, I do that too, but I'm poor. <laughs> What's going on? Were you watching YouTube at this time? I was, like, watching YouTube from the, like, I don't want to say the start. What year? Pretty, I've been watching since 2010. 2011. I was watching in middle school, which was 20, 2006 to 2008. So somewhere in there. Oh, that's... Like, I was, like, watching... Like, salad fingers. Yes! <sighs> Oh my god, like, I couldn't even tell. All I remember, like, one of the early people, Shane Dawson, which is funny. I mean, not funny, but just, like, funny yeah. the way everything's played out. And then, like, I Justine. Oh, I watched I Justine. They're just, I Venetian can't... Princess. <gasps> <gasps> I went to Venice, <gasps> Italy for my mom's 60th birthday. I took her to Italy because she was like, I'm not going to do anything. And I was like, bitch, that's what we're not doing. So I took her there. And we went to Venice and everything was called Venetian. And I was like... Venetian princess. And I was like, what is wrong with me? I'm in literal Venice, Italy. And I'm like, Venetian princess? Oh my God, this is what she... She was from Venice. What is wrong with me? Like, that is trauma. <laughs> and that is the trauma I'll talk about. <laughs> and make my personality. When did you decide you wanted to make videos of your own? I wanted to make... I was always the kid, like... 
taking pictures of like literally I play with like Barbies and like toy action figures and toys and everything. I took pictures of like my stuffed animals, of like my Barbies and my action figures and I just was always taking I took so many selfies. I was taking selfies like long before camera phones. Like that like camera phones. But like at the time camera phones. Like I just loved doing that. So I was always filming stuff. I anything I could like do creative shit on I was doing. And so I always wanted to like make videos and post them. But I was like, oh, bitch, you're already getting bullied in school. People find this. People find this. Like you're feeding them a meal. Oh my God, I'm feeding them a fucking 12 course extravaganza. So I just didn't. And then all through high school, I really wanted to. And then I was like, Chris, this is when you need to buckle down and lay under the radar. And I did that. So I didn't until... Winter break of freshman year of college. Oh, freshman. I always get it mixed up. It's, I, I always do too. <laughs> it's whatever. So yeah, I always wanted to. But I was like, I just, I can't handle that. Okay. And you're one of the YouTubers who had the option to pursue it full time or to take a more traditional career working for someone else rather than yourself. Because you worked for Lo Bosworth. Lo had a blog. And I was the photographer for that for okay. a long time. And then I, and then kind of towards senior year, I want to say, or junior year, I don't know what. She was just trying to figure her stuff out. I was obviously like senior yearing. So I just, <clears throat> I was kind of, we just, she was like figuring it out. We just were like kind of friends at that point. Oh, and so you worked with her while you were in In school. college. Yeah. Like that was like a, ugh, like I look at her and I'm like, thank God for you. She gave me so much, like she just like believed in me. And like, how'd you start there? <clears throat> how'd you find her? So I obviously watched The Hills when yeah. I was younger, and if you don't know Lo Bosworth, she's like one of the original or like maybe season two. No, like season like six. Or like, okay, <laughs> this she... is the info I have upstairs, and it's so worthless. Yeah, like Venice, no idea. Venetian princess, however, <laughs> let me tell you her origin story. Season yeah, so six. she was like always like a friend of Lauren Conrad and all this. So I obviously knew of her. Then I like The Hills ended. I think when I was like going to college, like it ended in high school. So I went to college and my friend sent me this thing and she put out like internships looking for a photographer. And so I just like applied. I mean, just like freshman year, everyone was like, what internship are you getting? And I was like, I thought it was like a junior year conversation. What are we doing? So like freshman year, I had a fucking internship. So I was always looking for stuff. And my friend sent me this. Have you always been a good worker? Because you said you didn't love school, but I feel like you were such a hard worker. I, that's, like, yeah, like, I, in high school when I had, like, jobs and summer jobs, and in college when I had summer jobs, well, in high school they were mostly, like, babysitting, and I, like, took that so seriously, because I was like, oh my god, these are, like, my teachers. Also, these are, like, children. Children, lives. like, literally, <laughs> like, I, I mean, but that didn't really even register with me, that... <laughs> But in college is when I kind of, I was, I was still like a goody goody. It's like hard to believe, but like with people I wasn't really like familiar or comfortable with, I was always like just well behaved, well behaved, really like, yeah, just like, I guess a hard worker. So like when I had jobs, I wasn't into, I was worked the hard because I didn't hard worker pipeline. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> the bullshit slash hard worker pipeline nuts. <laughs> so like I always took jobs really seriously cause I was like, I can't get fired. I don't want to yeah. find another one. <laughs> So I, yeah, I guess I was always kind of a, a hard worker. And then you found her through internship. Oh yeah, no, yeah, she posted and my friend sent it to me and I was like, you should apply. So I applied as like a joke and then she's like, I love your stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. 
Excellent. Um, Thank you. She paid great. That was where I got introduced to Soho House and like oh. thought Soho House New York hits so much different than all these other bitches. Oh, I mean, especially packing? being like a yes, being a broke college student and eating there, and she would pay for everything. I was like, ah, I was like, am I, I look- made it. I'm like, am I looking rich? <laughs> and then I'm like, no, but she is. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. I just. I will. I think I'll always cherish that job. Like, how long were you there for? Like three to four years. Yeah, that's we a solid amount of time. That's yeah, we still we still talk. She still has my case to fight case on. Like, queen. Like literal. Like I just. I will always cherish that. You know. Like, she was just real and funny. Like, I hope to do that at some point. I like the idea that every year I get older that I know a little bit more and I'll be able to be a mentor to someone else one day because I was so excited to have people teach me as a kid and now I'm in this teetering area of my life where I still want to be taught there's so much I want to know but there's also so much that I've learned that I want to share and it's cool I love that she was able to do that for you and I hope that I can do that for someone right and that well it's shit like that that's really I'm I feel so thankful for because it did shape me like literally as a person where I had so many people like pay it forward for me when I was like needed it most. Mm-hmm. Like whether it was someone like lending me money or just like spotting me a ridiculous amount of money at the time that I was like, I don't know how I'll ever repay them. And it's just, it's so important, I think, to remember those things and to pass it forward because those, I mean, the way that I think about it impacting me is that I still think about all of those little moments and how much that allowed me to be exactly where I am. Something that I have an issue with a lot of times that I personally have to deal with is that when someone gives me something, I have such a hard time taking it or like receiving it because I feel like what that means when someone gives me something that I need to give them something back immediately in return. Yeah. But anytime I've ever given anyone anything, I've never expected anything in return. Exactly. Isn't so it I so need to funny? remind myself, I'm like, no one would give this to me if they didn't want to. And that, they, and if they don't want to and are still doing won't. it, shame oh, on them. Okay. And, yes. You know, if they're yes. like, if they don't, if they actually don't feel that they want to but are still that's not on you yeah you can't take responsibility for other people's like emotions so i need to be more open to receiving that was like something that i worked on in the past couple years i love that you just have to genuinely believe if someone went out of their way and you are handing you something that like it's something that they wanted so just say thank you like to me that was when people be like chris you're so funny like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Like, bitch, you want to be a comedian and you're saying that you're not funny? Oh, so you think that what are you people doing? care about you so much that they're going to go out of their way to lie, lie? to you? Oh, once I got after out from college. After you graduated college. I ha- spent a year in the city after, and I was working at, like, a tech startup, and... Living with a YouTube manager. Yes, I was living with a YouTube manager. We all kind of like shared this like beautiful big apartment. Oh, I miss that apartment. It was, I didn't even see it with my own eyes and it was gorgeous. Oh from my what God. I, saw. I mean, but that's, she was one of those people that paid it forward so many times because people had helped her and she like had just would help me and like really, like I call them mom and dad because they're she married. Believed? Yeah, she yeah. believed in me. And like it just, she opened my world, she opened my eyes to like a world of like, how to be there for people in like very unique ways. Um, so yeah, I lived in the city for a year and then I was, I just had this moment where I was kind of getting tired of the city and 
Because in New York, and I'm sure you can relate, it's very much like you wake up, you think about, you wake up and you're thinking about how you overslept and then you're running to the bathroom to shit and piss and like brush your teeth. And then you're thinking about how you're running late to work. And then you like are running out the door, you run to the subway, you get to the subway, you're wondering why the subway isn't going fast enough. And it's like, for what? So I can be at work three minutes early? Not, yeah. it's like, I just, I felt this feeling of like, what are we doing? I'm so drained and I, I feel like I have nothing to show for it. Yes. And I so I was, that point as well. Yeah. And so I just, even though I love it with all my I heart. I love it with the whole entirety of my fucking pussy. Oh. But I just, there's sometimes when you love things, you have to let them go. And I, I was saying that to a lot of people when I moved out here that my mentalities around it were like. I don't love New York right now the way that I know deep in my heart I, I do. So I just need to get away so I can realize I miss her. Yeah. Also, I was getting to the point where I really couldn't afford what I wanted in New York. So I was just <gasps> going to wait it out in California until I could. I mean, but that's another thing. It's like I was really looking to move back to New York. And I looked at a three bedroom for 8600 <gasps> And I was like, <laughs> no. I know. I, was I have a six bedroom one house for under seven grand. Yeah. Like, I... Once you have that, it's just, like, it's really hard to go back. And it made me realize that, like, sometimes you do know better than you think you do. Because I was, like, I New York till I die. And I was, like, I don't, like, no. You need yeah. you need to look out for yourself. You need to, like, realize what's going on around you. Yes. And I remember being, I remember thinking, I just turned, like, 23 or 4. And I remember thinking, I don't know how much... You never, so funny that I think this being still single, I was like, I could meet someone and start a family and like never be able to just like up and move again. Like mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I've tried everything. And you I, still had your LA dream. Yeah. I still you have my LA dream and I really just, I really like think the bottom line has always been like, we get one life and like, I want, I think we were talking about this the other night. Like yeah. I want every I want to experience, experience every experience. Yes. I want I want all as the many of them as I can fit in to these, like... For a dark note, it started with, like, suicide. <laughs> we don't need warning. to discuss my no, mental girlie, We talk about death <laughs> no, all the no, time no, on this always, podcast. No, girl, I know. All the time. Um, and to make it clear, for those of you who are in a dark place, instead of ending it early, just change your mind and do every single thing you could ever want. True, like... Yeah, I don't know how to get out of that hole. You just gotta, like, trust that there's much better ahead. Like, think about it. Think <laughs> I was about gonna it. <laughs> think about it. Mic drop. Um, no, I was thinking, like, with hills, you know, it's like, there's a t- peak, and then there's a pit, you know? Like, if things are really bad, you have to remember that it can't really get much worse. Yeah. And I know that's kind of weird, but, like, the way I think of it is, like, when I'm really down, I'm like... That really only means the space above me is so much greater. There's so much, so much room to go up. So little room and to I go down. And I always myself to try. I, yeah. Like, get out of bed. Like, why not? And it, I know it's easier said than done. Because when you're, like, but in the baby depths, steps with those. It's, like, just, like, focus on one little thing. I fell into a teeny, teeny, tiny baby rut last week, two weeks ago. And it was just because my room was cluttered. Because I had just gone to, but then it spirals mm-hmm. from there. We're, like... Oh, it just opens the box. Yeah, and then I did my little baby step. I made my bed, which I hate. I absolutely hate the words coming out of my mouth being like, oh, you're in the depths of depression? Make your bed. But 
I'm just, just choose happiness. <laughs> do everything you want in your whole life. Now, these words sound like bullshit when you're in the depths of it. But anyway, to retract maybe this entire thing, I just want to like, no, give a true. Everybody's a experience is different. Totally. You know, like, I, I, think, think, for, I think it's funny when people ask for advice because it's like advice is so subjective, si- subjective and situational. Like, totally. I, yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, but on the other side, there's so many universal truths. Yes. Oh my God. You it's can like, get as specific as possible or you can just say like, at the end of the day, cliches are cliche for a reason. A hundred percent. But. do. Oh, thanks. You know? <laughs> you knew that like you could stay in New York forever and you're like, this could be my forever home, but fuck, I actually have other things I want to do. Yeah. Or just not even do or like things I think I wanted to do. It's like. I didn't know that I wanted to do it. I just, with everything, the way that my life was lining up with YouTube becoming more relevant in it and like just being, yeah, wanting to fulfill that LA dream, (laughs) which is so fucking funny thinking about sitting in LA and being like, (laughs) I want to get out of here. I Uh, (laughs) I literally hate it. Um, Meanwhile, I'm new and I'm rose colored glasses. But it always reminds me when I would visit LA and my LA friends would be like, it's always so nice to have you here because it like reminds me that like it really is so beautiful. Yeah. And like that's, I love that you are so into it because I'm like, oh yeah, like it is really special. Chris, I went to a pool today yeah, at you did. A, a, on a roof. Where was that? Downtown. Work. Did you just sneak up? Um, no, no, no. A friend staying at that hotel. Got it. But I had my work day, and then I went to this pool and I drank a margarita. Yeah. And it's just I'm thinking about the fact that even when I would do something that was such a luxury to me in New York, I would go to training, and that was one of my favorite things ever. And it was only in Soho, but I lived in Crown Heights. Yeah. So it would take about 45 minutes to get there. But we'll say with delays and things, we'll say it took an hour, and then training was an hour, and then getting home took another hour, and then that's three hours of my day just for a little workout. I felt exhausted, and I hadn't even started my day yet. Yeah. And here, for some reason, everything feels so effortless. I just wake up, and I did it to do my thing. Yeah. And then I go to the pool, and then I come back. <laughs> I go to the pool. <laughs> oh, I'm a whore for a pool. I love you. Um, I live for you. I really, really do. I went to the pool, and then I came back, and there were some people drinking milk. Uh, not some people. <laughs> like, some friends drinking milkshakes on my deck. And then I came into my room room and like relax for a little bit and I knew you were coming over later for dinner and to do the podcast and I'm like I love that there was a chunk out of my work day that just involved like friends on the deck and a pool yeah Oh, see, that's like where it's really nice. Instead of spending all my extra free time, like on the uh, subway trying to make it home, or like yeah, stressing about shit that doesn't matter. Oh, I had a really long walk because I wanted to go to the good grocery store this yeah. time. Oh my <laughs> like, god! All this one single errand took me like an hour and a see, half. I really feel like the next time I live in New York, like if I ever live in there full time, it's, it's like part of the chart. I now. need to be rich. I New know. York is a rich person city. And I'm a Manhattan girl. I'm a Manhattan I like Brooklyn, girl. but I love I Manhattan. love Brooklyn, but like, I fucking love Manhattan. I know, and I tried. Like, I tried like to that. get a one bedroom, and I couldn't swing it, but then I... Oh, it's so crazy. I had friends here, and the doors just seemed to be making so much more sense. I think it's good. Take the valuable or good parts of each city and really t- 
take those and like focus on those. Like in New York, I sometimes do think a fast pace is nice and well, that's do. why I first moved well, there. I yeah. needed a kick in the butt. <clears throat> yeah. I was living the life of a retired person <clears throat> and, but at that's the why age I feel of here. 18. That's how I feel. I'm like, is this where I go to die? Lip, that is exactly and then I how have to I feel. have a talk with myself where I'm like, my life is just beginning. I'm 18 years old. What do you mean am I going to die here? Like, I was prepping for my retirement at the age of 18. Yep. Because it just feels like, oh, this is comfortable living. Whereas super... after five years in New York, I was like, I need comfortable. In LA, I realized how much more stimulation I need right now. Yeah. Like, I just need more... I need a faster pace. And that's, like, strictly why I'm excited to kind of just be, like, bi-coastal now. You and also like, have roots on the East Coast, so it makes sense that you just want to be closer to your family. Yeah. That... I mean, that is, like, the major one, is, like, if I have one more Christmas, which is, like, the one guaranteed time I'm home, if I have one more fucking Christmas of hearing about, like... We don't see... Three you. weeks... No, not even that. It's just, oh. like, all the stories... Of when oh. I wasn't there. I'm like, this isn't fun to be witnessing. I'm just projecting. And- <laughs> that's what my family does. <laughs> and that's okay. They're, those people are needed oh. too. Please. If you have one more Christmas where it's just three weeks of stories catching up on the past year. Yeah, I just, I can't hear like, oh my God, we went to this place one time and this and then ha! And I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Fucking awesome, guys. Yeah, family I'm is so important. depressed in LA. <laughs> And then you start questioning, what am I doing in LA? Great, I have like this gorgeous house and Fully. like all these luxuries. And I'm like, and, like, wow, does that not matter to me? Like I yeah. thought it would, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. Like, well, not to play that card, but the first time I lived in LA, I was living in what I would consider like a very large house, if not like a McMansion. Yeah. Oh my god, that house was. Sorry, I was just like mouthing. <laughs> I don't want to like give all the it's okay. the TOA. I didn't know if it was public, but. Oh my god, yeah. I remember going to that it house and being like, four stories. I'm every so poor. <laughs> had its own balcony. Every bedroom had its own outdoor space. We had our own private roof. We were maybe 10 minutes or less from the beach. We were by far the biggest house on the entire block, maybe in the whole neighborhood. I just was so miserable. And then when I moved to New York, I lived on a six floor walk up. And I moved into a bedroom that had a bunk bed, and I was on the top bunk with a desk underneath, and I didn't have a door that closed all the way. And I was so happy. Yeah. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics. And Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. 
Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. that you think well are like what you want you get them and you're like this isn't what I thought it It doesn't scratch that itch the way you think it would you know it's it really is so wild so you get to be back on the east coast and fortunately you will hopefully it seems to be coming back and forth yeah I'm leaving the podcast here so it gives me like a reason to work's gonna be out here yeah you can bring work out here and like just I'm gonna get a place in the next year, uh, both in New York and in L.A. I'll probably get L.A. first because I can just drive up to New York. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's no rush on the New York one. And it's so fucking expensive. Especially if you're in Delaware. Yeah. I, that's the midpoint for me when I'm driving to Virginia. Yep. Uh, so you do a ton of different projects. Like, you've done clothes. You're a photographer. You, I, I would say you like to model as well. <laughs> and I would, come I would on, rather you love getting some photos taken of you. I, see, I love get, see. This is what is so. And then you are a comedian. You make videos. You're also an editor. But continue. <laughs> I've got questions, but what were you gonna say? I, well, I just I don't like getting. I don't like modeling. Yes, I, you do. No, I really hate it because I'm so like I especially right now. I hate the way I look. I just I don't feel good about myself. Like I'm just very insecure. I like photos when... physically or totally. I like inside. It's the outside that we've <laughs> like always those. been struggling. I like my mind more than my face. Uh, um, merch coming maybe 2022 yes, winter. Who knows? Merch, bitch. Your merch, bitch. Should we just suck each other off right now? Are you ready? <laughs> it's so cringy because people are like, the paparazzi pics. I just like walking down the street, seeing my clothes in movement and not doing anything. That I, I know how to walk. Yeah. Not like catwalk, but like just like one foot in front of the work. other. No, like that's what that's not what I was trying to convey. Like I know how to like put a foot in front of the other. So like I like pictures like that because I like putting together an outfit and I like oh, seeing it in motion. It. But I really hate having my photo taken. Okay. Like I hate modeling. But I want to. I want to be a model. Like yes. I, I would die. Like just just do one of those like bendy poses and like not have your back like yeah. just shatter. Yeah. <laughs> like I just want to. I would die for that life. But it's. I know it's so not for me. I'll be, like, one of those, like, ugly models that you'll see. Like, I'm not trying to, like, self-sabotage, but, like, <laughs> you know those, like, models you'll see in, like, Vogue, and you'll be like, how did they get cast? That'll be, like, <laughs> that's, like, the modeling I see me doing, you know? <laughs> Where you're like, I can show up and be myself, and I It's, like, to make to, the like... group look more realistic. It's, like, to add some, <laughs> no! like, add some edge to it. It's, like, add all these, like... unique s- flavor. Yeah, it's, like, a bunch of, like, Ella's, and then it's, like, literally, like, let's throw in Chris. We need to, like, make it relatable. No, when Ella takes photos of me, I'm like, thank you, and then when I take photos of Ella, I'm like, we are in the same location, and this looks editorial. The only difference is you! <laughs> Because you're a supermodel. I hate modeling. Like, I hate. I hate. Also, body image in LA. Holy shit. I hate. We. I feel like a mammoth. I feel like a mammoth. I feel like, like a whale. I literally, it has played such... But after the pandemic, I do feel such a different shift of, like, 
Okay, you know what? This body has kept me fucking alive and thriving. Oh, you're on that wavelength. I'm, I wish I'm, I could. I'm still. No, 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 I'm no. a whale. When no, is no, my no, size no. zero dress going to No, no, no. Fit? If someone told me to take my shirt off in front of like literally you, even, <laughs> I would be like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> so like, I'm not there yet. But like, I really like, I'm, I feel myself getting so close to the fucking point. Just when I was younger, people, I was really skinny, but like to my family, I was really like my family was always my family is genetically larger. Okay. And so like I was always like the skinny kid. I don't know why. Everybody would always make I mean these jokes didn't age well at all and we all know since that it's awful to say these things, but they would be like you're anorexic. You're I got anore-. the same thing. Yeah, and I would be so in my head they would always ask me to reach under the couch to grab stuff because my arms were skinny enough too and like it's just I remember that being so Shameful, like there was just something about there it. There was that, an embarrassment around. Yes, it. I agree. And, wow, we've never talked about this. Wow. And I don't think a lot of people do because it's always like you get made up for being like fat, but no one ever like talks about <laughs> being <laughs> called skinny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard halfway through how that was sounding, but like it made me aware of what I look like. And I would be complimented by all the women in my family when I was like in middle school and high school because I didn't hit puberty until eighteen. Right when I moved to Los Angeles. Wow, that's the perfect time. Yeah, to get your <laughs> awkward weight gain. We love when you go out to your so lucky to have apartment complex pool and then you see literally Norwegian models tanning there. Oh, and you're like, awful. Oh no, I never had it to me before. I don't know what to do with this. But I mean, that is one of the reasons I'm so glad I didn't come to LA first. I, even though I was just so I much hotter. I never <laughs> had any body insecurities about being too big ever in my life until coming to LA. Really? And then they all kind of like, I don't want to say they went away when I was in New York, but it just was so, It's just not like as much of a priority. thing. Yeah. And if anything, I feel like what it was in New York in terms of like beauty standard, it was really just to have something interesting about you. It was almost just the other, it was like the other things that defined you. It was like your style and the, what you like to do and like what you're, yeah. My beauty wasn't the first thing that people looked at. It's not anybody's because everybody's sweating and like rushing to get somewhere. You're like, it's either windy, it's raining, I'm late. Like there's some reason I look disheveled, but at least everyone in this meeting looks disheveled too. Everybody's in the same fucking shitty rat-filled boat. Yeah, we were all in that flooding subway earlier today. I, I see you. Whereas in Los Angeles... <laughs> I'm so fucking happy I missed that shit. I would see fucking clips of that and I'd be like, no, I could dark. not have left at a better time. Yeah. I left and it was just like, I don't know if it's because I left and I was aware of everything going on. No, that's what it is because now that I left, I'm like, New York's falling apart. It's falling apart. I'm like, I was the glue. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who fucking knew? <laughs> I held that city together. <laughs> Call me Batman, bitch. <laughs> like, what? But I moved out to LA and like, I mean, we all know Claudia is drop dead gorgeous and I was her roommate. Fucking stunning. But that's so funny that you, like as an outside perspective, like I don't think I knew you <coughs> personally at that time. I'm wondering when I started watching everybody's videos. Mm-hmm. But I remember you guys in that era of being roommates living across the hall or uh-huh. whatever. From Jack and Drew. And I just remember being like, wow, all four of them are so hot and cool. and pr- like, Wow. That's so funny that like... And I'm like, I'm the ugly duckling in my group of four. Just, like, isn't life fucked up? Just yeah. like how many different realities there are in one. Yeah. And I would notice, because it would be proved to me, we'd like go into a party 
and people would so quickly approach her. And I was like, damn, I, I got a fun personality too. Yeah, like, yeah and just talk to me. Give like, me a chance. Whereas I, you know, I'm from Virginia, so it's like the stakes aren't too high in Virginia. I mean, there's some gorgeous people in Virginia, don't get me wrong. Virginia's for lovers. But, I mean, like Los Angeles, we know that it's it's where the pretty people go. Los Angeles is for looks. <laughs> Los Angeles for looks, not for love. <laughs> no, that's for Virginia. And so that's sort of where the whole I like my mind more than my face came up with or like where that was born because I'm like I do like my mind more than my face but it's so interesting because I never really thought too much about my face but now I'm being very aware that I <coughs> don't have a good enough face compared to other people here no that's a hundred percent and I've been and like, here for I've... all of three th- maybe not even a full three weeks and I has already... it been that long already it was May I, mean, I feel like you got here last week I have no fucking my, concept. My of. belongings came last Tuesday, and I think I was here like maybe ten days before that. Gotcha. So seventeen days. Gotcha. Okay, maybe. Wow. The, but the still, that might not be math. In. I just have no concept. The of point time. is that it's still relatively new, and I already have those feelings creeping back where I'm like, I'm a whale. How come I didn't feel like a whale in New York, but I, I'm here? Totally. I'm the same person, but my body image is all warped right now. Totally. Oh my god. Yeah. How and do you deal with it? I I'm moving. <laughs> I'm like, bye. It's it's so funny, the whole, like, I like my mind more than my face is, like, that is really where I'm getting at after this pandemic. I'm like, I was able to grow my fucking business in a fucking pandemic where I did not leave the house. I am so funny. I have so many ideas that people wouldn't even dream of having. But more so, I'm just so impressed and proud of... Yourself. Myself, of who I am. Like, and I think about it, I'm like... Looks really do change and fade. And it's like, if that's what I want to put all my shit into, then great. But you will be consistently unhappy and let down. Yes. To me, I feel so proud that I can almost 10 years later be taking over a brand new social media platform and doing the same fucking thing. To me, that is fucking sexy. That is fucking sick. So admirable. Like, I don't know, just to be able... Like, there's more to life than looks and beauty and... All of it. It's fun to be beauty, beautiful. It's fun to be cool and stylish. But there is just so much more. Just the idea that I sometimes have about mental health where you get through phases where you can just be like, make your bed, write a to-do list, and everything's better. Uh, it can be that easy with body image where I'm like, I'm in great shape. I'm healthy. I can lift really heavy things. Yeah. I can run 13.1 miles. Oh, I can't. And... I'm over here complaining because I'm not on the smaller end of the dress sizes. And that's the... That's so silly. But then other times I'm like, why aren't I a size two? What's wrong with me? Why can't I do it? How come everyone else can? Why can't I? A hundred percent. I have such an interest in fashion and it like can be such a turnoff to me and so discouraging. Just like... Never like, once have I ever wow, thought I just, if you were smaller, your outfit would look better. Your outfits are always... Me? Yeah. Oh my God, that's because I dress myself to look smaller by getting bigger clothes <laughs> um, everyone always is like chris you are not fat you are not and i'm of course i'm not obese i'm not fat but like what a lot of people would think of when they hear the word fat but like i definitely have like all of my weight goes to my stomach me and like, too and it's like i have love handles i have a fucking pour over when i sit down and it's like i don't really know where i'm going with this i'm just bragging i think now like you wouldn't believe the. You wouldn't even believe the you pillow can I've got. Grab my tummy. Oh my god, you can like so grab it. Look at her go. <laughs> Sometimes I love grabbing onto it and jiggling it, but I'm like, okay, if this is the only thing bad going for me, I'm kind of iconic. <laughs> like I'm kind of crushing it. Like 
If literally the only bad thing about me is I've got two inches on each side of my body. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Life is good. It comes in waves. It comes in waves. I literally did not have this three weeks ago and it's come into my life. Someone asked me in the last episode if I have body image issues and I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do actually. That's funny you bring it up because suddenly, This is a topical topic. (laughs) What's going on? And I also like love the way I eat and I love the way that I move so I don't want to make any changes. And that's the thing is like... I've really gotten to the fucking point. I don't want to be on, on, on a diet. I don't think anybody should be I on a fucking diet. I don't want to be on a diet. I don't want to be on a diet. I love food. Like, the only diet I'll be on is, like, the one avoiding foods that, like, make me feel bad. Mm. Like, like Intolerance. Yeah, like, fuck body image. Well, it's also hard. Like, I had a huge weight loss when I came to L.A., just I was like more aware of what I was eating, and I was, like, actually working out, not, like, walking three blocks and being like, I walk everywhere. Like, I lost so much weight and everybody I got so much so much praise recognition mm. all of this for all the weight I lost and I started gaining it back and I was like people are going to notice people are going to think less of me like it's going to it's embarrassing gaining it all back because everybody watched me lose it like just don't comment on people's fucking bodies same could not tell you which of my friends has lost weight this year which same. of them has gained weight this year it's not something I think about but then when I'm over here oh my god I look in the mirror and I'm like Fat bitch. You fat fucking bitch. Okay, so we're like, we got some toxic body image issues. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad that we see eye to eye on that one. Uh, I have other questions. And this is sort of in line with just like, we've talked about all the different projects that you have. And one of the cool things about being sort of like a creative entrepreneur that works for themselves and has so many options, which of your current work is your favorite? Ooh... That is so... The street interviews is, like, really fulfilling to get... To be doing again. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it for two years in the pandemic, obviously. Yeah. And then TikTok blew up as a social media thing. And then on TikTok, everybody was doing street interviews. And they were getting millions of views, millions of likes, blowing up. And I just had such awful like mental conversations i was like you are washed up you've been replaced i was so jealous i was so fucking jealous because like i didn't invent street interviews but like i was one of the people forever i've been doing it since 2014 which again billy on the street or whatever the fuck was a thing before that but like i wasn't even trying to do that Cass and G, if you remember him. Oh, yeah, with He the did that t-shirt. on the Venice boardwalk yeah. all the time. And, like, but even still, that was different because YouTube wasn't really mainstream. And but so, also like, I, I was like, like the, I feel like the I was. personalities are all different. Yeah, and I feel like I was really one of, like, the people as YouTube was becoming mainstream to be doing street interviews. You would be the first that I would. And that's a little biased of me. You'd be top two or three. Yeah, so, like, to me, I, I had, like, a, not, a, I guess, an ego. I just got so sad because I thought I was like it was over I was like I fucked that up so bad by stopping I was so hard on myself I started doing them again I was like okay I need to do it just fucking do it it was the most daunting thing I wanted to do this whole sketch of like me dreaming it it was like I want to do this whole comeback and I was like you're putting it off months by trying to do this yeah when you could just be doing it so I did like a stupid fucking makeshift thing worked 10 times better and I started doing it and then I part started taking those and cutting them down and putting them on TikTok and they are 
huge. And now, and now it's like your TikTok. See, this is why it's like, is larger than your YouTube. Okay, wow, you did not need to hit me with that that hard. No, I think no, that's it is one of the biggest things to be proud of right now. It's one of the things I'm grappling with the most because. Can I'm I not, give you my opinion no, on it? No, like I'm, I no, I am really grateful, like because I did spend like a, a hot sec being like resentful of it, because like I spent almost now ten years on YouTube. Yeah. But to have YouTube something in never, two years had that kind of anal- or algorithm. Never had the algorithm and never had the numbers that TikTok has had. 100%. 1,000%. Whereas your content is exactly the same. The only thing that has changed is the platform. So you can't blame yourself. 100%. This is success. <sighs> you're so right. But it's just it, the, the part that I grapple with is like, oh, you're the guy from TikTok. And I'm like, bitch, what? No. So like that to me is the only part that's been like, oh my God, that's my claim to fame because TikTok feels no. so... It's like that thing you do when you're like fucked up and you're like, hey, hey, funny yeah. video. Yeah, but like I am, I I would be insane to say that I'm not so excited about. I mean, the way the, that if the wording bothers you, you could simply just be like, oh, I I put short clips of my YouTube videos on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, not that I, it no, matter. I just need to get. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I need to get over it because it's like, look at what's happening. It's the same it. content on a different platform. And I, I think it's amazing that you were able to take something that you've been working on and just based off of a different algorithm the right people were able to finally see it. 100%. And I will, that will never get lost on me with TikTok. Like I, it's just one of those things where it's not what you were expecting and you're like, what? I didn't want to, I didn't want this title. Yeah. It's like, I didn't want this title. I never even thought I'd have this title. Like, but, but I remember I'm, being embarrassed about calling myself a YouTuber, and now a, I would, hundred, like, scream I'm a YouTuber and whisper I'm a TikToker, 100%. You know? So it's just, it's one of those initial things, but I am, it doesn't get lost on me at all. It's really, I feel empowered feel, and cool, honestly. Congratulations. Like, I know cool is so subjective, but I feel really cool that I was able to take something that I've been doing for so long and not only continue doing it, but I feel like they're so much better. Like, in the two years off, I was able to just reformat the whole fucking thing. I do different outfits. I do different locations. And, like, I feel like it's truly added something to... You've gotten the hang of it. And I don't talk about one topic anymore. I talk about anything. I just want to talk to people. And, like, I think that's what's so powerful. You're such a natural at it, too. Thank you. So you feel like this is your favorite work that you... Yeah. Honestly, I really love this. I love the street videos. And I love that you're... Favorite thing to do right now is the one that's paying off the most. Yeah. And it's definitely not my favorite thing to do because it's paying off the most. Yes. It's it. it You've been wanting this to be the thing. It feels like that to me in the pandemic, I feel like I lost this identity of like who I was because people would always be like, Chris is those street interviews. And then people would be like, Chris, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm oh, I, I, I dye my hair, um, this and I build stupid shoes. And I like, make five minute crafts. Yeah. Like, and it's just. We like, were in a pandemic. Don't be so hard on yourself. No, I know. But like. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And now I feel like I have that like legitimacy again. This is a, a random question. Oh, no, give me. If you had to work in the influencer space, but couldn't be the influencer, what would you want to do? That is a good question. I, I would love to do like publicity, like PR. That I, was my guess I wrote. PR agent? I, I'm really, or like creative director. No, no, oh, yeah. no. Creative director but is what I want. Tie that to the, the influencer space, because right now that, that feels is. more in the brand space. Well, no, I I mean, like, a you know how, like, Rosalia has a whole vibe, and, like, everybody has their own era? Like, I want to... But Rosalia is a pop star. But I with influence, I mean, with influencers, they're getting legitimized. 
I want that for myself. I want it like... Yeah, I, okay, if not creative director, because that's what I want to do, like, after the whole, like, in front of camera stuff dies down is, like, just fully... Because I have so many... Like, I hear songs... You're an idea man. I see... I hear... So, there's some songs that I hear, and, like, I see, like, the lighting, the wardrobe, the literal shot for shot, like, it's final product. Yeah, I see it all. So, like, I, I definitely think that that's coming down the road, but PR... I, I think I would enjoy that. Would you like to do promotion or covering scandals? I just want to be someone's like PR person. That okay. seems like it would be fun because it would be like not my life, but like I'd be getting to like practice. <laughs> I feel you. I don't know. Like there's something that seems fun about navigating, like fun and slimy. <laughs> okay. I'm going to Instagram, which my Instagram <gasps> handle is at Lexi and we'll answer a few questions. I'm like kind of scared as to what these fucking questions are gonna be. How many bowls can he take for real? Honestly, like a lot. Like, I don't know. I just don't feel In like. In one sitting, you wanna get high for a movie, you have a single. Oh, I've bowl. already taken like 70 milligrams. <laughs> if I've gotta get that high for a movie, it's sadly at the point where Papa's really ingesting. Don't say we. Oh my god, it's so cool to see other people's. People, like you guys you get such real responses people like respond like they're like auditioning to be comedians in mine it's like girl no i needed i needed your responses <laughs> not your audition tapes yeah how did we do you remember how we met someone asked how did we meet holy fuck no i don't know how Here's i met any of my like really really good friends my first thing that i can think of the first memory i have of you is Going into your hotel room that you were sharing with someone, either at Playlist Tri-State or VidCon, you were staying... Oh my god, Playlist. I didn't even think about those being options. And you were editing, and I had an instant respect for you because those conventions were so often considered just a place for influencers to get drunk and party and goof off. And just like be seen. I hated it all. I hated it. Well, because I could already drink at that point. (laughs) I was like already in college while everyone was like turning 15. And you were in your hotel room, whoever you were sharing with, because I I guess I was visiting them, and you were on the bed editing. And I thought to myself, that is so admirable. Ugh, I used to have such a good work ethic. Oh, this is completely off topic, but you rescued a dog and Melanie Blancarde, if I'm saying that right, asked for tips on adopting a dog and helping them adjust after trauma. Tips on adopting a dog um, have very specific characteristics you're looking for in a dog. I was super, and don't feel like you're a bad person for having these thoughts. They asked if I wanted a tripod, like a three-legged dog, and I was like, is it bad for me to say no? Because like it was my first dog on my own. You know, it's like with family with family a dogs. Yeah, a big responsibility. So disabled dog other, is a bigger responsibility. Yeah, any kind of decision like this is a big one, and you have to be just the most upfront with yourself, even if it sounds like you're a bad person. Well, I but think I was it's like, like, I can't. Being I can't with yourself to see what you can handle. Yeah, and it's it doesn't mean you're bad for not wanting a three legged dog or a blind dog. It's just that I know myself, and I don't have the time or patience right now. Did Booger? Arrive with any trauma. Oh, she was, like, afraid. She's still so afraid of everything. Um, She, like, ran away from me for, like, the Mm. first day. Like, she just did not want to... Was just shaking in the car. Like, I mean, she had just been through so much... And oh, be patient because I was sweet. so excited. I was like, "Can I get the dog today? Can I get the dog today?" I was like, "Just like I will, like literally." What paperwork do you need? What money do you need? Like, literally, I I want this I will dog do anything ASAP. For her. And so, like, getting her, I was expecting it to be this, like, "I have my dog, my new dog," and it just so wasn't that. And I think the best you can be is just patient and just as caring and 
not make it about you and like you having a new dog you know and i think especially with a dog that has a hard pass you have to put them first sometimes you absolutely have to put them first and it's not for everybody and i don't think it should be for everybody you know because some people aren't apt to handle that booger is a sweetie though booger is the best thing that's ever happened to me New York versus LA, I see a lot. And the way I always answer this question is New York is fun hell and LA is shitty heaven. I will agree with that. I talk about New York versus LA all the time and I think that's a good sum up. It's, I saw it on Twitter once and I was like, that's everything. I want to know how he got it there, got into fashion. Oh my God, I'm not into fashion. I'm still trying to get into fashion. But you, you definitely have a great collection. Yeah, I do. I shop for yourself. That's like shop for you. I love really weird things that I sometimes think that people would look at and think and honestly tell me, ew, that's so ugly. I'd love that. Just shop for you. Take risks. That's How high is too high? Like 30,000 feet in the air. <laughs> like that's like too much for me. Honestly, the hotel, the lobby was on the 70th floor. That was too high for me. That's too high. Are you a Teletubby? Are you going me fat? Who was better friends with Claudia? That's a fucking toxic oh, question. Oh, me. Yeah, I, I will go. I will not even hesitate to answer you. That bitch is in my living room right now. I know. I know. <laughs> like I'm a little electric one. You know what? I like my questions more. Period. Thank you so much for being on here. But do you like your mind more than your face? At the moment. <laughs> I like my questions more than my mind, which I like more than my face. So thank you and fuck off. I like my podcast more than my body. Period. I like a lot of things more than my body right now, if we're being real. But let's go eat some pasta. Yeah, <laughs> See, that's the thing. Is I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to not get thirds of pasta. Guys, so Tyra is cooking bolognese for us right now. Claudia and Drew are over. We're about to have dinner. I built a couch for my deck. It's going to be nice. But... <laughs> I built a couch? No, that's not a joke. It's just like, was not... <laughs> So now we're going to be able to sit out there. No, big things are happening, okay? Also, I posted a vlog today on my YouTube channel, yes. so you should go to my YouTube channel. But maybe, since I have a guest, I should promote his. No, you, you YouTube.com slash clit. clit. I, the, that is not even close to the first time that a, somebody or me has done that. Also, follow him on Chris Clemens on Instagram, Chris Clemens on TikTok, TikTok Chris Clemens on Twitter. It's just pretty Clemens strange. is with a K, Chris yeah. is with a C. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Chris. There you go. Is it just Chris now? It is. Fuck! That's so good. Yeah, baby. I don't even have a verified check on my YouTube channel. You're missing nothing. Like, literally, I don't think there's one. I don't even check my fucking YouTube channel anymore. I'm like... Anyways. See, this is, this is something I'm fearing. This is like a new fear of mine. I'm like, is my favorite platform going down the drain? Yeah, no, it is. And I'm also grappling with that. Yeah, because... You want to smoke about it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go smoke about it. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, rate it five stars, leave a review, and make sure to check out Chris. Take care. XOXO. Lexi. If you or anyone you know and love faces the realities of sickle cell, answers and support are available. Having the right information can be life-changing. Visit SickleCellSpeaks.com today, and you'll discover a community made up of those who understand and live with sickle cell. Beyond inspirational stories, you will also find information about healthy lifestyle tips, helpful resources, best practices to prepare for doctor's visits, and more. The right information can change everything. Visit SickleCellSpeaks.com today.